You're listening to the Chapter Check-In Podcast presented by Winmar of Lanark County. On today's podcast, the OIAA Chapter Check-In, we have Kyle Case, uh, executive from the OIAA. Kyle's involved in setting up the uh, mentorship program for this year, uh, mentorship with regards to mentee, mentor. Um, it's a great podcast. Kyle's really informative. Um, sit back, relax, enjoy this podcast. I know you will very much uh, get a lot out of it. Welcome, Kyle, for uh, being on the Chapter Check-In podcast here presented by Winmar of Lanark County. Um, for those who don't know you, um, Kyle, can you tell us a little bit about you and where you're from and who you are? Yeah, so uh, my name is Kyle Case. I am the current treasurer of the OIAA, um, moving into the second vice president role uh, in our upcoming OIAA year um, this coming August. Uh, I live in London uh, and I work for the cooperators. I'm a supervisor in our uh, claims response center, uh, supervising a team of auto and property uh, adjusters. That's awesome. So, um, Kyle, how long have you been in the industry? Uh, this is my 11th year. I, I studied uh, business insurance at Fanshawe College, um, graduated from that program in 2009, and uh, started for the, with the cooperators in May of, uh, of that year. And... Uh, joined claims, I think it was September, September or October of 2009. I didn't stay in sales very long. I quickly realized claims is an interesting spot where I wanted to be, and I've never looked back. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So you actually started off on the the sales side? Yeah, for yeah, about four months. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Well, um, tell me how you got involved with the OIAA. Where does that, how does that all come into play? I, I just want people to know, like, you are literally, I think you were voted as part of the 30 under 30 for the insurance industry. Is that correct? Uh, I was uh, selected as a national emerging leader uh, in the National Leadership Awards uh, through the CIP Society. Yeah. Um, and uh, so the, the person that actually nominated me uh, was the person that hired me into claims. And um, she's the, the real reason I got involved with the OIAA. Uh, she was my first supervisor, and she told me it would be a really good idea for my professional development to get involved in the industry. Uh, so I started going out to OIAA meetings. Um, she was a past president of the London Claims Association. Sorry, London Claims Association. Yeah. Um, and uh, it really got me involved. So I, I started attending our regular dinner meetings, started meeting people, and I thought it'd be fun to put my hand up and become a director. And I did that for a couple of years, and then I decided, well. I like this, so why not challenge myself a little bit more and and grow that leadership experience? And I, uh, I became the London Claims Association's treasurer the year that we had uh, we were hosting the out of town. So I got to take on the responsibility of being our treasurer, along with running the trade show for the out of town uh, that year. And I moved into the vice president role, followed by the president's role, and eventually became our chapter delegate. And have worked my way through our provincial executive. Wow. Okay. So that's uh, so you're you're in. <laughs> I'm in. You're <laughs> in. Basically, I started uh, my involvement with the OIAA started really as soon as I started in claims. So it's been the, since 2009 for the past 11 years, I guess. Wow. That's great. Now, are you willing to say who the person is that got you involved? Yes. I, uh, her name is Mary Lynn LeBerge, and uh, she's in HR for the cooperators now. But she was a claims supervisor at the time, and she uh, she's the one that that sort of got me involved. Wow, that's very cool. So that's neat. I mean, it's just uh, it's great how people can kind of bring you along and uh, 
develop you even from the sidelines? I mean, she's, I'm sure she's still somebody that you would go to or talk to with regards to any questions and stuff. Quite often. I, uh, she's definitely someone I would consider to be a mentor in my, uh, in my personal and professional life. She certainly someone I like to lean on and ask questions, get opinions on, because sometimes you make decisions or you're thinking about making a decision and um, you might not be thinking of it from all the right angles. So it's nice to get someone else's take on things. Well, that's funny that you said she's your mentor, because that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So um, without further ado, tell us a little about um, about this. I think this is kind of your baby here with uh, regards to the OIAA mentorship program. I don't know if you've named it or given it a name or if that's what you're running with. Uh, but tell us about that. Tell me about uh, this mentorship program. Yeah, so there's really no formal name for it yet, but uh, it's this was our first year uh, trying anything like that. And I have to give a shout out to Leanne Hardman, our current president, for uh, putting it on the agenda and making it something that uh, that we did focus on this year. It's something that I sort of started thinking about a couple of years ago and I presented it to the executive. And it started with, um, I, I had learned about a, a program called 10,000 Coffees. And um, it was sort of a professional development. Uh, and you could, it almost looked like it was a dating website for professionals where they could log on, they could have their profile and they could try to connect with people that they wanted to to build a, a professional relationship with. Um, and so that I thought that was something that we as the OIAA could do. There's lots of new people coming into the industry. There's lots of people with, years of experience that are eventually going to retire and how do we find a way to connect these younger people that are just starting out in their career with these other people that that have spent the past 30 40 years working in the industry and and how do we sort of pull some of that knowledge back from them and, and keep it to keep it in the industry so that was sort of the initial idea so this year we we put out um, an application uh, process as, as part of the um, OIAA's claims conference in January and we were I was really happily uh, uh, surprised to see that we had about 30 people um, volunteer to participate to either be a mentor or a mentee um, and through the program we've just finished pairing up um, or creating 14 different mentorship relationships uh, with uh, different people in the industry. Well that's fantastic. Now are they all people that are already in claims or is it people that are still in college or a program that is moving into claims or is it even all just claims? Is it, is it actually claims or is it just insurance people? We didn't limit it uh, or limit it to any uh, specific discipline or any specific uh, industry department. So um, that wasn't part of the application process. We wanted to keep it as broad as possible. There might very well be someone that works in underwriting or that works as an agent or a broker that has an interest in learning more about, about claims just to develop themselves and, and do better in their role. Or maybe they're interested in, in moving into a claims role. So I didn't think it was right for us to necessarily say you had to be currently working in claims to be involved Um and, and we actually had a lot of interest from students. So we have a, every year at, as part of the OIAA's claims conference, there's a, a career fair where, where we invite um, college students from uh, from college programs throughout Ontario. Um, and we had a lot of interest from those uh, students that attended this year's uh, career fair. And so we they were probably the larger... Um, I guess, group of people that, that signed up to be mentees were students from these college programs. Uh, most of them were 
were graduating this year and are going to be looking for jobs in the industry. So wanted to start building some relationships um, with industry professionals, which I think shows a lot of good foresight on their part. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because this year was the first time I actually got to meet some of the students. And it was amazing how upfront and in your face and they just wanted to talk and find out who you were and where you were from and stuff. They were just great. I mean, and they were from all different backgrounds and ages and um, different parts in their life. Like there was people that obviously had a, a first career and this might be their second career. Or um, It was just really interesting as opposed to just, you know, when I think students, you typically think, you know, up to 20, 25 for your post-secondary, but there were some people that were in their late 40s, early 50s that I met, and, and it was really nice to talk to them. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of the colleges actually see a number of uh, people that are in their second career. They're starting in a second career, and I've been fortunate enough uh, to actually teach in um, a local college's insurance program, and uh, a lot of the a lot of the students were people in their second career, and, and they bring a lot to the table. They, they have great experience that they're going to now come into our industry and they're going to help us do better in in the claims industry which is great yeah i agree with that i think uh, sometimes it's better to have somebody with some life experience um especially when you're talking about claims i mean it's you know if you've never owned a car you don't own a car and you don't own a house how can you really talk about sometimes adjusting those claims right so i think life experience is not a bad thing to have Absolutely not. No, and that, that makes me think of my interview when I was first being interviewed to start uh, my career in claims. Um, the person doing the interview, one of the questions that they had and one of their concerns, um, for those that don't know me, I um, when I first started, I had very much a baby face and I still think I, I look pretty young. I get ID'd every time I turn around. But um, that was one of the questions that the interviewer asked is, how are you going to deal with people when you're when you're out at their home and investigating their property claim? How are you going to react when, when they question why a 12 year old is standing on their doorstep? Um, so it's and that was a challenge for me. And it's something that I, I had to overcome and I had to find a way to overcome it. I, I think I did so successfully, but uh, it's great to to have people uh, with life experience that that isn't necessarily going to be a challenge for them. Yeah, that's cool. So the mentors now, are they members of the OIAA? Are they contractors or where did where did they come from? Again, uh, there was no uh, no real rules around that this year. Uh, it was our first time with this program. And um I'm hoping the people that are participating in the program right now will, will share feedback with us so we can improve it in the future. But this year, we didn't have any limitations. So we do have people that are um, our vendors or would be considered vendors uh, to the industry. They're, they're still industry professionals. They have a lot of great experience. Um, we didn't think there was any harm in, in preventing them from participating uh, in, in a program like this. So for right now, it's open to, to anyone that put their name forward that, that had um, that had experience and wanted to share that experience with someone else, they could participate as a mentor. Um, but there's other people that, that still had some good experience, but they wanted to be paired with someone um, that's maybe in more of a leadership role currently uh, to, to develop their leadership skills. So um, again, no, no limitations were really put on it this year. We wanted to get as much interest as possible um, and make as many connections as we possibly could. And um, we can just, we can hope to improve it and, and do better with it in years to come. So how are you going to gauge how people are um, doing in the program? Is there milestones or is there check-ins monthly or quarterly? How has that all been set up? Or, or is that just, you know, or is that down the road? Or have you thought about that stuff at this point? I think that right now we're just sort of letting 
things go as they as they will. I've connected with all of the mentors and they've connected with all of the mentees at this point. Um, or that was the the ask of them was to have connected with them by now. Um, so so hopefully those, those initial connections have happened. Um, I'll follow up with everyone in a few months. I, I don't I don't want to be breathing down everyone's uh, throat or micromanaging them in the sense that this is a, a volunteer thing that they're taking on. Um, and I, I want them to make make the most of it. And I want it can be whatever they want it to be. Um, if a mentee really wants to, to gain a lot from this experience, the mentee is probably going to drive that uh, that relationship. If the mentor builds a good connection with this mentee, they're probably going to naturally want to connect with them more frequently. Um, there's not any uh, milestones that we've created or, or check-ins or anything like that. We, it's not, we haven't really formalized it like that because I, I was worried doing something like that might deter people from participating. I wanted to make it as simple and easy a, a process as possible to encourage more people to, to get involved. This podcast is brought to you by Winmar of Lanark County. Winmar is a disaster restoration contractor specializing in repairing of damages from fire, smoke, and water in the insurance industry. Winmar covers from Lanark County, south of Perth to Portland, Renfrew, Leeds, and Grenville. For more information, please visit Winmar at winmar.com or call 1-613-253-0880. Now, how were they paired? Was there a pairing process, or how did you guys pair them? To pull names yeah, from a so, hat, how do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> so we took the applications, and we received applications uh, through the middle to end of January through February. I had hoped initially to get everyone connected um, and, and paired up by mid, mid-March at the very latest, but uh, as everyone is aware, COVID happened and sort of threw a wrench in that plan. COVID. Uh, what so, is this COVID thing you talk of? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. No, They're no. living under a rock. You yeah, don't yeah. know, but everyone else, I think, <laughs> is aware. Um, so, yeah, we we were a little bit delayed in, in getting people paired up, but it was a it was a process. And, and by looking at the applications, people were identifying if they wanted to be a mentor, if they wanted to be a mentee, what their experience was, what areas of of the industry that they're interested in learning more about, so they could identify that. You know, what I'm I'm currently in AB, I have 14 years of experience, but I'm interested in leadership and I want to be a mentee. And so then I could take an application of someone that has that leadership experience and I could pair those people together. So um, I, I'm trying to find a way to maybe make it a bit easier um, and maybe make it more um, more driven by the participants of the program and how they connect with one another. I haven't fully thought that through yet. This year was a, um, a lot of me putting people together and it was a lot of manual work on my part and reading through all the applications so um there's probably a way that we can can streamline that and make it a bit easier but for right now that was the process we followed sure it's a lot of wants and haves right i ha- i want this they have that fuse them together and see how it works yep okay well that's great i mean so uh are, have we set up any kind of mentor mentee type um meet and greets for the group yet or is or is that just going to be come on out to the oiaa events when they start opening up again and you know, kind of get to know everybody that way? Yeah, so initially I would have uh, liked to invite all of the mentors and mentees to uh, to our kickoff, which um, at this point we're not sure what's happening for our OIAA events for the next few months just due to COVID. Um, so that sort of has put a bit of a, a wrench in our plans, but um, there there will be at some point of time where we are able to get together uh, in person, and, and I would like to invite some of these mentors uh, and mentees out and 
um, give them an opportunity to connect uh, in person because right now they're they're only of course connecting virtually. Um, a lot of them are actually not even likely in the same city, so um, they they're this program is open to anyone in Ontario. Uh, your your mentor could be sitting in Thunder Bay and you could be sitting in Windsor. So um, finding a way to bring them together in person would, would be great. But at this point, we don't have plans in place for that. Oh, so it's not set up by area. So it's somebody could be in one end of the country or province and somebody's in the other. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's really interesting because then they'll get a different feel for how claims are handled maybe in northern Ontario as opposed to, you know, in the city. Because yeah, they're handled and differently. different challenge. Yeah, there's different challenges in, in different areas and um, different wow. needs. So I, I I thought that was a, a good thing to do. I didn't want to uh, restrict uh, restrict locations. Wow, that's a great idea, actually. And um, it, it with regards to this, I'm assuming everybody's an OIAA member. Like that went out to our membership, right? Uh, it went out to memberships, but it, it also went out to students who are not necessarily OIAA members. So um, if this is hopefully a way that we can sort of recruit some new members. So if, if people see value in this program, they're going to want to be more involved in the OIAA. So hopefully it will turn into uh, a growth in our membership. Oh, I think it will. I remember the first person that mentored me, and I still talk to her to this day. So much like, you know, your mentor, I think that sticks with you right throughout your career, especially if you make it a career as opposed to just, you know, it's a job. I find insurance, well, I tell my kids that insurance to me is an actual career. It's not a job. It's something I chose and I love and I continue to do. Absolutely. I, I like to say that to the, the people on my team that are, I work in a call center environment where many are newer to the industry and I, I try to make them see that adjusting uh, is a, a profession. It's not just a job. It's not something you do nine to five. Um, you're you're an adjuster and it's a profession and you should be proud in the in the profession that you're working in. Yeah, and it's a wonderful career. I mean, it hasn't done me wrong at all. I mean, anyone in my family. My wife was also in insurance for, for 30 years. So, I mean, it it is a career. It's a life, right? You build a life around it. So I couldn't agree more. So, um, Carl, tell me... Um, what is your future goals for this? How do you, where do you want to see this in five years, 10 years down the road? What do you, what's your, what's your vision? Uh, well, I hope we have a lot more than 14 uh, relationships built uh, in five years. Um, and I would like to see it uh, a little more, uh, I guess, supported by technology. So it's not so much driven by um, a committee on the OIAA executive uh, sort of facilitating this. I, I would like to find a way where we can just have people submit their name, uh, create that sort of profile, like I talked about with 10,000 copies, and then I can log in and and see, okay, I, this person uh, has all this experience, and that's a, a really an area that I'm interested in learning more about. I'm going to reach out to them myself, and, um, and I think we'll get more participation if it's easier to... Uh, to organize. So that, that I, I think that's one of my goals and, and just seeing a lot more success with it. So basically kind of like building um, a, a profile for your mentors or mentees on um, the website, be it the OIAA website or some app or whatever that just allows them to kind of to meet there and, uh, and develop the relationships kind of symbiotically that way. Yeah, I think that would be a really great way to, to do it. I think people would want to participate more that way. Um, and it's then it's driven by the people that are that are 
I guess, involved in the program. It's not driven by DOIAA executive trying to push this. It's it's people sort of it's we're just providing them a platform and a way to connect with one another. And I think that's one of the, the great things that we as an organization do in the industry is we, we bring people together. We allow those networking opportunities to happen. We help facilitate that. Um, this is just a different way to facilitate that networking, that mentorship um, and building those relationships. Well, yeah, and I think it's kind of like everything, right? Like we're this is year one and you're going to see how it goes, but I think it's going to go wonderful. I know a doubt. Um, anything you're involved in seems to blow up. But um, I think it's like anything, you know, we look at the podcast or I, th- I think about the podcast going back like a th- few years back and uh, – when we weren't even doing a podcast, and then we talked about it, and then it kind of developed into something, and now we're doing one a week. I mean, it's such a different way of doing things that, you know, I think it's really cool. I think this is going to be the next big thing that comes to the OAAA is this mentorship program. Yeah, for sure. Like our, I, I, I remember when I first got involved, I think I think you, you and I actually was our, the year I joined uh, as a chapter delegate, that was your first year on the executive as well. And uh, I think of how far we've come along since then. There's been a lot of great things that have happened and, and change is great. We we can't just keep doing things as we did in past years. The The industry changes, society changes, and we as, a, as an association also have to change. Oh, absolutely. Everything's changing and technology is just screaming ahead. So if you're not getting with it, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're falling behind. So yeah, I especially love this. during COVID. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my I got to tell you, you know, not toot my own horn here, but our listenership has gone up amazing during COVID. <laughs> for not surprised. for the podcast. People, people want to find a way to still connect with with the industry and our chapters have had to stop hosting their events unfortunately. We've had to put uh, put off a number of our events uh, at the provincial level, but people still want to find a way to um uh, to sort of gain that that knowledge from their from their peers and industry professionals, they want to connect, and um, we need to find a way to make sure that we can keep those connections happening. Well, Carl, I'm very excited about this new venture that the OIAA is uh, stepping out and into. Um, is there anything I forgot to ask you that you think is really important that we should really know um, as we move into the 2020 2021 year about this? Is there uh, still- not that? The, there's. I would just say, uh, if anyone's interested in the program, they can reach out to myself. Uh, um, my information's on our website. They can reach out to me through Jackie. Uh, or the application to, to participate in the program is still uh, live and active on our website. Um, that might change. We might change what the application looks like uh, later this year. We haven't talked too much about that. But um, I would say if you're interested in, in participating in, in the program in any way, uh, Either reach out to via our website, email me, email Jackie. Um, she can connect uh, you with myself, and uh, I'd be happy to, to try to find a way to get more people involved in the program. So spots are still available. So someone's listening to this two weeks from now, and they can still go and sign up. Absolutely. I might not be able to connect them with if they're signing up as a mentor, for example, and we don't have a mentee sitting there waiting. Um, I might not be able to make that connection happen immediately, but... Uh, we, we definitely want your information. We want to be able to, to, to bring more people into this program. So um, submit your name, fill out an application online, or a, it's not even really an application, just fill out the form online so we have your information. And as we get uh, more people putting in more, uh, filling out more forms, giving us that, those names, then uh, we'll, we'll create more connections. 
Well, that's amazing. Thank you very much. Um, thank you for your time tonight. Uh, again, we call it the chapter check-in, but it's really this this issue of it is is the OIAA, the main chapter that we're checking in with and things that are going on in, around the OIAA. So this is important. I think it's a, important to get out there for those people that haven't joined. They want to be a mentor. They want to be a mentee. Please go to the website. Um, and then check out, reach out to Kyle, reach out to Jackie, who's the business manager for the OIAA, and uh, and get on board. It can only get bigger and better. Thanks, Terry, and thank you for all that you uh, have done and are doing with these uh, um, uh, podcasts. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you very much, Kyle. Enjoy your evening, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon. Once again, guys, thanks very much for uh, listening to the podcast. I really enjoyed having Kyle on. Very informative, like I said. And uh, thanks again.